Tonight's profile segment features someone we always enjoy seeing, whether it's at West Banco Arena or we typically run into him on the road. And here he is from ECHL Week, his seventh season with the program. It's Barry Schickling, and Barry, the long road continues. How excited are you? What's the first six years been like in going into year number seven now? Oh, the first six years have been terrific. I've really uh, had a great time covering the ECHL, telling stories about uh, the people and the places and the things that happen in this terrific league and uh, the people in particular and that's what's made it really worthwhile the people whether it's the fans the players the coaches the support staff the front office staff the game officials even um, everybody's just terrific and they've been really cooperative and helped me to tell everybody about how great this league is and what great entertainment it is. There's awesome hockey played in this league and you get a chance to see some of the great successes attending All-Star Classics, Kelly Cup Finals, seeing the players at their most excited of moments when they're hoisting that trophy at the end of the year. But there's more to this sport than just what happens between the red lines. What are some of the stories that you've had over the years that you've really enjoyed getting to share with the fans? One of the ones that comes to mind had to do with, uh, in Wheeling, was uh, your dedicated fan, and you put me on the spot here because I'm sorry, I, it's been so long now that I don't rem- recall his name, the, the fellow who was a great fan and who uh, passed away um, pretty much during the season, and a, a guy who, what's what was his name? Randy Stevens. Yes, Randy Stevens, forgive me, um, that the uh, team had kind of uh, adopted him as a mascot, and it was a great story, a great inspirational story, and we actually followed that up talking to uh, some of the people he knew uh, after with the original story that we did, uh, we did stories. We, you know, when we went out to Alaska, talking to the, some of the people out there about what it was like when uh, when the Aces were around. Um, we have a, a few things lined up for the coming season too. I can't really go into a detail on a lot of them yet, but uh, some things that I think um, fans will really enjoy. Of course, one of the things we do regularly and will continue to do are talking to uh, the broadcasters of all the teams. We do that on a, an occasional basis and. There are a lot of new broadcasters in the league this season, just as there are a lot of uh, new coaches, new head coaches in the league this season. And we're going to have a segment, uh, because there are so many, we're going to have a segment this coming season about um, all the new coaches and kind of profiling them and talking to them and what they had to say and their impressions about the ECHL and, and of course, their teams as well. Zach Torquato, one of our Wheeling Hockey Hall of Famers, is, of course, one of the big players with Randy Stevens. And we get to be featured on that new coach segment, Mike Davis, getting his first ECHL win here in Reading last night. You get two new markets in the ECHL this year, Portland, Maine, and St. John's, Newfoundland. 27 teams again in the league. What do you have for a travel itinerary? Are you going to try and hit those or any other new buildings that you haven't hit yet? Uh, let's see. Well, I don't think we'll be making it to Newfoundland this year. That's a, that's a pretty good haul. Um <laughs> Uh, we may make it up at, up to Portland as the as year goes on. As a matter of fact, uh, I plan to. We'll certainly be in Toledo for the All Star Game. Um, we'll have to. A lot of the uh, the travel we take depends upon is driven by uh, what's going on and, and the success of teams. Although we try and get to everybody and see everything and report on every team as the season goes on, uh, we certainly have limited time, especially once the season starts for the show, which will be in December. Uh, but we'll. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we're looking forward to being wheeling. Let's put it that way. And uh, um, since I'm based in Pennsylvania, uh, a lot of the North Division teams, but we'll go down. We'll get down south too. I expect during the course of the season. Um, usually we get down to Norfolk too. And looks like they might have a pretty good team this year as well. And we'll see what happens as far as the West is concerned. But um, we'll get around to, to see a lot of teams and a lot of buildings before the season is over. And then once the playoffs come, who knows? <laughs>
We've only played three games this far this season, and it's really hard when you're right off the hop trying to figure out who's going to be good, who may struggle a little bit, but you had a chance to see the Newfoundland Growlers the other night here in Reading, and we've had a few of those expansion-type teams. Worcester came into the league last year. Maine comes into the league this year. What did you see from Worcester last season that made them so successful, and were you able to draw some comparisons with Newfoundland? And that's either on the ice or even off the ice, too. Well, that's, that's a really good question, DJ. I, I think, to me, they're both in it. The, the teams themselves are both in it for the long haul. Uh, Worcester has a really good sense of place in that community. And, you know, the team had success last year. Um, but the fact that they've built their own practice rink, and it turns out to be a community rink, too, where they give skating lessons and give uh, kids who wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to skate a chance to learn how to skate. Um, and, you know, they have restaurants there and, and a pro shop and a, and a gym and uh, therapists and all that kind of stuff there. That's a really good... Um, their place in the community is, is I think, secure as a result of that because they're telling people, we're not here just here to play games and bring you in and take your money. We're here to be a part of this community and we're here to do whatever it takes to help you and help us as well. And I sense, although I haven't been there, I've sensed that... Uh, you know there is some skepticism in St. John's, which is where the team in Newfoundland is based, because their history in professional hockey was all in the American Hockey League, and it's come and gone a couple of different times, mainly because they didn't have uh, ownership control of the team there. It was by one of the National Hockey League teams that had that had the affiliation there. So the big deal, I think, for Newfoundland fans to realize, and um, and I think this kind of ties it together with Worcester, is that that team is there for the long haul. You've got local ownership. You have a guy there named uh, Glenn Stanford who's been instrumental in uh, all the teams that have played there in the American Hockey League, as well as he was running the Idaho Steelheads in the ECHL for a while. And that team is controlled by local interests. So they're not going anywhere if on the whim or the decision made by an NHL team. And as a result, they want to be there. They want to be part of the group. They want to be part of the neighborhood. And I think my sense is that they are going to be uh, eventually successful with that. Maybe not as successful as they want to be right away because there's a transition. The fans, a lot of the fans, will have to, t it'll take some time for them to understand the difference between the American Hockey League game and the ECHL game. But the fact that they're in there for the long haul and they're going to have a good um, entertainment product to offer people, I think is, especially in a community that's sophisticated in terms of hockey, like St. John's, I think they will be uh, very good in the long term for this league, just like I think Worcester is going to be as well. I love asking people because I can paint you whatever picture you want of my team. You haven't seen the Nailers yet this season. You saw last night a big win. John Muse played terrific in goal. Troy Josephs made a big impact. What are you most looking forward to in seeing the Nailers tonight for the first time? I want to, I'm curious to see, um, I think, let's just say in general, when I see any team now, just because of the way the game has changed over the last 15, 10, 5, 2, or 3 years, um, speed is really important. Speed is at a premium. And I think tonight... I'm looking at the at the um, nailers, just like I look at any other team for the first time. I want to see what kind of wheels they have, 
because that's 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 where the game is headed. Speed, fast, fast, fast. Go, go, go. Take that puck, turn it, turn it around, break it out of your own end, and get moving. So. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Reading has pretty good speed. I've seen them a couple times. Um, the team I saw earlier this week, Newfoundland, great wheels. I think um, that's going to carry them very far as long as they continue to, uh, you know, keep the roster that they have, which that kind of goes without saying for any ECHL team as long as you have your same roster. But as it stands right now, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, wheeling speed and also looking forward to seeing because you have so many new players this year I'm looking forward to see how um, um, Mike has helped that assimilation of getting you know you get guys all those different guys coming from all these different places putting them together on a team and getting them up to speed so that they're all pulling in the same direction especially this early in the season 30-plus shots for both sides last night. Let the horses run once again tonight. Barry, thanks so much for spending some time with me. Can't wait for the first episode of the year of ECHL Week. Thank you so much, DJ. I really appreciate it. It's uh, great listening to you. Great, great seeing you again. And uh, lo looking forward to seeing the Nailers both here and uh, uh, later on this season in Wheeling. Outstanding Barry Schickling from ECHL Week. Our intermission guest tonight, the Wheeling Office Supply Intermission Report, continues with out-of-town scores and third-period action on the Nailers Broadcast Network.